tell me more about how his eyes look, Simon. It's almost <laughs> as if Simon enjoys being chastised by Baz or something. Like, is this how you describe your enemies? It's really not. Hot. Yeah, like, basically. <laughs> I feel like I just want to be, like, quote-unquote enemies for every time we bring up Baz. You want to get sexy? Yeah, let's get to the sexy stuff. Hello, and welcome to Escape from Reality, a podcast where we are here with a very special episode because today we were joined by motherfucking Not All Geminis, aka Courtney Perkins, queer internet astrology superstar. It, y'all, it was so exciting that we got to have this conversation. Courtney is incredible. Um, If you're one of those people who complains about us talking about astrology too much, you might want to skip this episode. If you're anyone else, stay put. You definitely don't have to be an astrology gay to have fun with this conversation. If you like hearing three very enthusiastic queers talk about this book series, you will enjoy this episode. Oh my gosh, we have such a special guest with us here today. We're so excited. Um, Special guest, can you please introduce yourself with like your name, your pronouns, what you do, why you're here, etc.? For sure. I'm Courtney Perkins. Um, My pronouns are she, her, and I run the astrology meme account, Not All Geminis. Um, I'm based in LA, and yeah, for the last four and a half years I've been making astrology memes so that's that's my life (laughs) they're very very good Uh, thank you I appreciate it I'm a huge fan of carry on and so I'm like this is my dream to get to talk about this because my friends that love carry on don't love astrology my friends that like love astrology don't haven't read carry on I'm like oh my god I need a I need an outlet, so thank you for providing that. Boy, do I have two new friends for you. (laughs) Uh, Also, this is, like, super exciting because you're, like, kind of internet famous, and I think I've been following the Not All Gemini's account for, like, several years now, so it's, like... (gasps) Thank you so much. So exciting. (laughs) I'm a a humble meme admin. I don't feel internet famous, but I I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) uh, A new hobby of of mine is like collecting screenshots of zodiac like astrology memes that back up my controversial character um zodiac opinions <laughs> and I'll, i have a lot of screenshots from your account right now particularly <laughs> around why steed bonnet is a cancer son and not a libra son oh my god i agree with that i haven't seen all of the show <laughs> but oh i god. do agree with that <laughs> i love just Every time I want to give myself a New Zealand accent, I just say, Reese Dobby, like over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do more than that. I can only say, Reese Dobby. <laughs> That's all. It's, a, it's perfect, though. Um, yeah, we actually, we have a whole, we have a whole podcast about our flag means death. Um, whenever you're ready for that, but. <laughs> I'll binge it. Yeah, get back a bunch to of people were really, really mad at me when I was like, he's a cancer. Everyone's like, he's a Libra. I was like, he's a Libra moon. That man is a cancer son. We can fight on the internet all day, but 
I support between it. now and his next birthday, I'm just collecting so many, so many meme screenshots that I can be like, here's my body of evidence. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about that <laughs> podcast. We're here to talk about this podcast. Um, before we start, can you tell us about like your relationship with Carry On, how you got into it, etc.? Yes. So I got this as a recommendation from a friend, my friend Emma Layden, who has incredible recommendations always, and everyone should watch her Disability Diaries on Friday. Um, but mm. she is great and gave me this recommendation around um, last Christmas. So I was like home with my family and I was just like consuming this book. And then I got home and obviously had to get I like pre-ordered like Wayward Son like immediately while I like a first chapter like I was just like I have to read all of these and that was my January it was just reading and rereading all three of the books I was just like so obsessed and then obviously extended it to the world of fan fiction um <laughs> and then now it's been 10 months and I'm still here still rereading my favorite passages still <laughs> still upset i keep expecting it to wane and it hasn't um so that's where i'm at what is do you have like a notable favorite passage that you return to oh oh my god i mean well obviously there's and then he kissed me like that is obviously iconic have to revisit but yes i lately i've been really obsessed with anyway the wind blows and like all of these really like tender moments in it i love rereading i love the ikea i love when they go to ikea if you can't be an Ikea, if you can't be gay in IKEA, where can you? Like, it's so good. There's so many great parts. I think I love the beginning of anywhere the wind blows probably the most when they're gonna break up and then they don't. Like that just puts you through such an emotional ringer. God, like over and over again, and it's like the hits just keep coming, and I'm, I'm here to reread it. Like it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm very happy for you that both Wayward Sun and Anyway the Wind Blows were out by the time you got to it because that wait was like very rough because I feel like on its own, Wayward Sun is like a very difficult book. <laughs> so... Oh yeah. I I was furious at the ending, obviously. Because <laughs> it's just yeah. like, oh no, now the gang's gotta go back to Watford. It was like you didn't have an ending. You just like wanted to finish this book. <laughs> Um, but then, I don't know, the third one is just, like, such a, honestly, it's such a masterpiece. Like, I love it. I think it's so great. Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Um, yeah, so let's, let's, obviously, we should start with Simon. Um, he is, uh, the only character that we have who has an in-text canon birthday, because he's born on the summer solstice. And you said before we started recording that you looked up everyone's charts, so do you want to kick us off i did and you know the thing is i know rainbow roll has said that she doesn't believe in astrology like and i forgive her for that but like it these <laughs> charts check out like these charts mm. and maybe that's just me adding my own reasoning but like uh but i stand by these charts i mean him being born on the solstice is such uh, an important you know day with like astrology and everything and i love that they study astrology in the school and it is like I mean, it's one of the, like, four major moments in astrology. It's, like, literally the wheels are turning. We're shifting into summer from spring. And, like, so I think it's really interesting because it automatically makes him a Capricorn moon. I don't know how much mm. you guys care about astrology. But he is, like, 
a, a lot. A lot. Okay, we great. We get in trouble awesome. for talking about Sick. it too much okay. with <laughs> listeners. So. <laughs> Sick. Okay. So he is obviously a cancer son, and I think that's great. It's such a protagonist sign. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of the initiator signs because it's a cardinal sign, and it's like the sign of like the mother. It's like Cancer and Capricorn are the you know the mother and the father in astrology. Those are like their archetypes, and so I think it's awesome that they gave him that placement and then didn't give him a mom because <laughs> it just sets him up as such an interesting like it they really like play into that of like he has so many issues about his parents of course he does he was abandoned as a child and like the fact that that is one of the focuses of his birth chart is like there's so much that suggests like re- like importance of family like i think that is really interesting and just makes him even more tragic and like traumatic that this zodiac chart with both the Cancer Sun and the Capricorn Moon, which are the ones I'm most confident in taking with us for this journey. Um, I think that they're, I don't know, they're just, they're great placements for him. Like, I think that he's so, like, Cancer's so warm and sunny and friendly. Like, that's, they're known as, like, such a, just such an enthusiastic and, like, kind sign. And I think that totally tracks for Simon having, like, all these friends at Watford that, like, we don't even see, like, the depth of his friendships beyond, you know, Penny and Baz, but... Um, and Agatha but like there's a line I think Penny has about how like they can't walk through the hall like without him stopping to say hi and she gets annoyed by it which is like I think (laughs) checks out for a cancer like just being friendly looking for friendly faces everywhere yeah yeah I think that works that works for me like floppy dog energy absolutely do you guys see him as a cancer yeah I think so I think it's um, we also I think come back to wanting maybe his rising or we've talked about maybe his rising being Taurus but I think it makes sense knowing that his moon is in Capricorn like it just is like yeah there needs to be some earth in there I feel that I think that what's interesting with like full moon babies which is like what what happens with that is your moon sign is automatically as far away as possible from your sun sign so when you have that like split between the sister signs that are like they represent really different things and so it's like it kind of creates usually people who are really good with people because they can see multiple perspectives but also like um kind of this inner turmoil of like sometimes leaning on being more cold and protective and having to have his defenses up is like very capricorn moon of being like hard to get to know and not wanting to be vulnerable not wanting to have that sensitivity that i think cancer is known for And so it's, like, I feel like he's trying to strike this balance between being this, like, hero and, like, community leader that he has been called to be um, with his, like, warm cancer son. And then also kind of having this sort of shadowy side that is not as trustworthy, not as trusting as you might think. Cancer's also a very suspicious sign, too. But I think there's, like, a there's, like, a paranoia in that combo that is very much, like, I need to know what I can trust. Like, it's very much both of those issues. Both those signs have huge, like, trust issues about, like, who are my people? Who can I trust? What's dependable here? And I think that's so present. I don't know. I think his chart's great. (laughs) No, it really is, because I feel like you can almost... I feel like when... We were just having a conversation about which one out of the four main characters we'd be friends with IRL. Um, And, like, we were both, like, Shepard, obviously. And I feel like... (laughs) I feel like Simon is very, like, an acquaintance you would see at, like, parties or in places, and he'd be, like, super friendly and super 
amicable, very floppy dog energy. But then you'd be like, I've known this dude for three years. I know nothing about him, you know, because I think there's for sure sometimes, sometimes a like level of guardedness when you when you're like, you know, with sort of Simon's sort of floppy dog energy where you're just like, I I know you love food <laughs> and like you're really good at like ultimate Frisbee, but I know nothing else about you. Yeah. Oh, the food thing. Also, cancer is like one of those signs that's associated with food. It's associated with like nurturing a home and like beautiful meals. All my cancer friends are like chefs and like they like mock me for like eating out and stuff. Like they're just like, why can't you cook? I'm like, why are you making, why are you making fried tofu with a soy glaze like, in our room? That's, yeah, that's my cancer roommate. Shouts to Dylan. But, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree with what you said about like, floppy dog in the streets kind of like drawing my sword in the sheets like uh he's very just like yeah i think he like turns that sunshine outward you know it's like he wants people to feel good he wants to be in like places that feel good like you know like the well beloveds and stuff it's like he's seeking this kind of positive homey vibe and he just like can't quite find it like anywhere and i think that, that like that's interesting because cancer is associated with home mm-hmm. and his home is watford <laughs> And he loves his home. Yep. Uh, feelings. We love Simon. I know. <laughs> we love Simon. So much. <laughs> I feel like when you're like, I need to know who I can trust, like that just like slotted into my like internal understanding of Simon Snow in a way of like, oh, that's so succinct and so exactly what he has going on in terms yeah. of his relationships and the way he engages with the world. So chef's kiss that was really great (laughs) thank you (laughs) i've thought about this a lot (laughs) (laughs) this is the best so do you want to talk about baz next baz yeah is there more that you want to talk about with simon actually i mean i'm sure we'll come back to simon like 20 times we love simon but like uh (laughs) baz when i was reading so i didn't know the canon birthdays that she had made up beyond that one because they're not in the books um, yeah, so the, I feel like that's we got to put big air quotes around canon yeah. there because that's just like she just like tweeted them because people were like we need to know and she's like I don't care about astrology I just like did this so we don't have to accept them I guess is my point but honestly like they do kind of match because okay reading it I was reading Baz as I mean there's like Scorpio's kind of an obvious one to go to because he's very defensive and kind of rough around the edges in that way that Scorpios can be kind of cruel sometimes, honestly, because they're so sharp and incisive and kind of don't stand for bullshit in the way that some other signs do. Um, but then I was reading, and then I was like reading more, and I was like, oh, this is so. There are a lot of moments where he's so Virgo or so Capricorn, <laughs> and like just being such a fucking nerd, and like, um, and also being so introverted like he clearly is like everything's going on like behind the scenes with him but here's the thing she kind of got me onto the pisces train because if baz is a pisces as rainbow roll has asserted um i mean pisces is a sign of secrets it's a sign of like escapism and more than there's always like more under the iceberg um and i think it's wouldn't be the one I jumped to immediately because he face he like is so outwardly cold and like cruel. But I think I'm gonna have to attribute that to a rising side at this point because honestly, like I buy it. I think a Pisces could harbor these feelings for years and do nothing about it. 
I think there's like a lot of like, and it's, Pisces is so romantic, which is, yeah. um, I mean, Baz is such a fucking softy. Like, I don't know. Baz is my favorite character, but like, you know, <laughs> what am I? The most, you know, <laughs> me and what army, right? Like, <laughs> who isn't a Baz fan? Um, yeah, I, so yeah, the whole, up until I learned her asserted birthday for him i was like baz is a capricorn baz is a capricorn like i will die on this hill and then she's like he's a pisces and i was like "Mm." and then i just started like doing a bunch of research about what it looks like to be a pisces sun capricorn rising and i was like oh my god this is a literal description of basil oh i love that wait i love okay never mind i accept (laughs) so like i found a description somewhere and i just like read it out loud to my partner and was like what character that i talk about professionally does that sound like and he was like Baz. <laughs> Great. Okay. I like this quiz for your partner to be like, which one? And they're like, is it Steed? Try again. <laughs> this is, I mean, this just me uh, making sure that I wasn't reading too much into it. You know, I was like, does this sound as accurate as I think it does? And he was like, that sounds like you wrote a description of Baz. So. Oh, I love that. That yeah. sounds, wow, I want to read that now. Oh my God. I just got a rising sign book. I'm going to read that. <laughs> But when you plug in all of their birthdays and create uh, birth charts based off of the number she gave us, um, he has a Virgo moon. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I fuck mm-hmm. with that. that. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Like, so critical, but also so self-critical. Like, it makes a person shyer having a Virgo moon. Like, so hardworking, so obsessed with knowledge and learning. And it's like, yeah, I already did my Greek homework for the year. What are you talking about? Like... I think that is very Virgo moon about like being prepared and being like very much down for the work. I think, I think Baz is like never shied away from work. He's never lazy. And it's like, that is very Virgo moon of like needing to be useful and needing to know and needing to be the smartest person in the room. Yep. So I think we got Baz. Pisces sun, Virgo moon, Capricorn rising. I fuck with it. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) My baby. Also, it makes them compatible, just for what it's worth. You know, like, having two water suns is, like, that relationship being, like, charged with emotion, you know? Like, water is the element for emotions and feelings and, like, the unsaid, honestly, because it's, like, so much about body language and how how are you saying it, you know? And I think that they were, like, trying to send each other the same message for eight years and just getting mm-hmm. lost in the, the misinterpretations because neither yeah. of them is speaking their mind. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, that we're in we're in a wayward sun right now, and it's like that's just the entirety of wayward sun is them like unable to communicate, even though they both clearly have all of these really intense, deep feelings for each other. But it's like just say it, just say <laughs> it. No, no. Just open your mouth. I know. <laughs> say oh, it. But that's why the beginning of anyway the wind blows hits so hard when they finally just fucking say it. You know, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Uh, Penny? Penny. Okay, I listened to you guys talk about how you think she's a Virgo on the podcast. Do you still stand by Mm -hmm. that? Yes. Okay, I am going to make an argument here for Virgo Moon. Because they... Okay. Because I think she got me with the... She just got me with these. Specifically Agatha. I think Agatha's such a Libra. We'll come back to that. But, like, with Penny... Totally. Penny as an Aquarius, like, Aquarians are known for also having trust issues, also being super guarded and kind of sticking with their loyal group, you know? They're a fixed sign, which is one of the signs that, like, transitions the season, so it's known for being, like, a builder and, like, a 
uh, more of like, let's build on what's already here sign. And I think that that is Penny. What do we know? What do we not know? Um, Aquarius is also the sign of the genius. Like, that's always the way it's referred to. It's like, they're brilliant. You know, they're known for being super smart and wanting to know things. And that is also very Penny to me. Oh, I think, I think Penny's a Gemini rising, though. That's maybe a hot take. But I think Penny, because she loves, she loves words. She's so smart. She's so curious about everything. Like, she's always trying to make connections and like build on the data and I think that that's very air sign and very literal she's like so literal um and then that Virgo moon I support the Virgo moon I support that there is Virgo energy in this chart like she is in the same way that Baz I support a Virgo moon for him I think that they're both like connected kind of by that love of intellect and like the comfort in knowledge and like that's kind of where they find their safe space is they both need to pull up the chalkboard and be like, okay, let me resituate myself in this situation via what I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just feel like the way that uh, Penny really spends so much of like any way the wind blows, just like her wheels are just spinning because she's just like, what do I do now that I don't have a thing to fix or a problem to fix? It's like, I'll fix Shepard. And he's just like, okay, <laughs> good, good luck. <laughs> yes. We can do that, I guess. <laughs> no, exactly. And just like... like... She like sees him as like a like a project, like obviously, <laughs> which is very Virgo Moon. She needs the project and she's had Simon and the troubleshooting of deal with the humdrum and then... We see her obviously spinning the wheels in Wayward Sun, where she's like, we're just going to go on this adventure, and I'm not going to plan anything. And it's like, okay, but one of y'all should have planned something. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, you would literally be dead eight times without Shepard. Oh, my God. If he yeah. was just like, I live here. I know what's going on in the United States. And it's just like... Yeah. For, yeah. No, definitely. I think there's, like, a stubbornness there, though. You know, there's like a there's, like, a stubbornness to all Earth signs, right? But, like adding the the fixed sun sorry aquarians are also super stubborn and so it's like when you get those two together it's like it's kind of like an i know more than you even when they don't you know like she's in america going around doesn't know shit about the language or the the ge geography they're like shocked at the size of nebraska <laughs> that is like one of my favorite parts of the wayward son is being like i'm sorry wait how big is a man it's like yeah y'all yeah. <laughs> can't just casually drive across like two-thirds of the country i'm sorry and they're like on this like three-day drive and they're like wait why haven't we hit california yet <laughs> Yeah. Um, wait. So is she is she cannot canonically a Virgo moon? Is that how her chart works out, or is that just? Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yes. Yes. Amazing. That's so interesting. I think. Hey, happy accidents. Like I don't know if she meant for that to happen, but I would have supported that either way. Because yeah, that's where I would have taken it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, obviously, she has to have. She has to have a big Virgo placement. Like, you can't be no. Penny without a big Virgo I, placement. I also uh, just yeah. love the idea of, like, the, the valedictorian and the number two duking it out as Virgo moons. Just, like, <laughs> in a yeah. constant battle for who's the bigger nerd, you know? <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, Agatha? Agatha. So Agatha is one that I was very vindicated because reading it, I was like, this is a Libra. This is a Libra. Like, this is a Libra. And then, like, I saw the tweet and I was like, yes, this is a Libra. 
Um, she, yeah, she's one that I, I don't think I like her chart less. Um, not like less, but it the canon chart gives her a Gemini moon. I don't know if I support that for Agatha. But hmm. Libra, I think she is such a Libra sun. She's so, obviously she's beautiful. You know, Libra's ruled by Venus, sign of beauty, sign of sensuality. And her whole fucking thing is being like, I'm so pretty. Will someone talk to me? Like, will someone like actually engage with me? Like, this is not interesting for you guys to all fawn over me and make me the princess. Like, I don't want that, which... I mean, Libra is also a cardinal sign. It's also an initiator, but it's definitely like it's the sign of peace and harmony. Like she does not want anything to do with this shit. Like that's very Libra to me. Just being like, this is so dramatic. Can I can I bow out? Like I'm kind of scared. Like I don't want to be in a well anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, I feel like her. Hmm. How did y'all read her? I actually don't know if we've ever talked about Agatha's. Which seems Char- weird, considering how much we weird. love Agatha like yeah. as a character. She's such an excellent character. To be fair, they forget her, too. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to sit with the idea of so much of her chart being air, though. Yeah. Which, does that moon make sense? I don't think a Gemini moon makes sense with her. That's one, I don't... Mainly because Gemini moons are, like, curious. That's, like, a defining Gemini moon trait. And I feel like she's not that curious. She's like the opposite of curious. That's kind of what I was feeling yeah. too. She's like, I don't want to know. Can I please just paint my nails and watch TV? That's literally all I want. I mean, that's Taurus can... Moon. That could be a Taurus I was Moon. About to... like, yeah. <laughs> I literally just want to hang out with my best friend Minty and paint my nails. Can you guys fuck off? Like, I just want to paint my gingerbread women pink and not have to wonder about the patriarchy. <laughs> like, can everyone just yeah. shut up? <laughs> <laughs> like I like pink. She's like, no, I just like pink. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be something more, yeah, like homey then something more. I mean, like that would point me to Taurus Moon or Cancer Moon. I think that like desire to just be comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. So wait, so I have a question. Does that make more sense than her having a fire sign moon? I don't know. I mean, I guess we could. I think of fire moon is like, what's your comfort? It's like activity, you know, like it's Mm. making things happen, I think, is the way I think about Aries moon, Leo moon and Sagittarius moon as being. But she does. One thing about those, those signs, though, is that they're active in the way of like, like they're all usually very physical, like their bodies matter to them more about like actually just going out there and using their energy because it's a sign. It's. Fire signs are energy, right? Like, if you have fire placement, it's like you become more of like a jitterbug. And I think, I don't know, but she does play lacrosse. Like, she does. Like, lacrosse and and whatever equestrian sport, right? She. Right, her fucking horse oh, yeah, racing. Jumping. Yeah, she's like a. I'm not sure she's a horse girl, but I'm Whoa, like. That I mean, I mean Sagittarius. Sagittarius is a horse girl. <laughs> um. <laughs> Like, it is also very Sagittarius to like leave your wand in your bedroom and fuck off to live in America. Oh, true. Yeah, <laughs> true. I guess that's kind of why I was like thinking. I was kind of like maybe. Wait, no, yeah, there is something to that because she, she kind of by the end of the fucking series, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Like she's beyond <laughs> like um, I don't know images. I guess not, that's not the word I'm looking for. Impressions. Like she's beyond those kind of like surface level conversations that she's been having her whole life and it's kind of just like no i'm gonna go do my thing 
And there is something Sagittarius yeah. about that. The desire to, like, wander, you know, the way we see her kind of, like, um, idol- idolize is not the word. But, like, she, like, looks to the idea of Lucy having left the mage and magic and just going to the U.S. with such a kind of, like, romantic attitude of being, like, wouldn't that be the ultimate piece to just, like, not be bothered anymore? Which, I mean, Sagittarius is a sign, of, it's also a sign of, like, independence and freedom. So that that could check out, too. I could also see Pisces in that, though, like the the dreaminess in the way that she like projects and like sees everything from like, what does this look like from the outside feels very Pisces to me. And it's also very Pisces to like, be like, yeah, I'm going to live the most cottagecore life. (laughs) Just whether or not I even like it, just because it looks dreamy when I like imagine what I'm a Pisces. So, like... What does this what does this aesthetically look like when I imagine myself living it? Like sounds great. I'm gonna do that is like kind of big Agatha vibes, I feel like. <laughs> I yeah, I get that. You know, Pis- Pisces I'm a Pisces moon, and Pisces moon is also like isolated. It's kind of like I it's got the similar because they're okay, both Pisces and Sagittarius are ruled by Jupiter, like sign of expansion and freedom. And I think they handle it different ways. Pisces is like a more sensitive approach. Than the Sagittarius, I'm gonna fuck off. But also, Pisces moons are like sympathetic. Like they're always looking for. I mean, they're the counterpart to Virgo, like with the sister signs. So they're both very focused on projects and like charity cases. And like, it's possible that that's the way she looked at Simon for the entirety of their relationship and just never ended it. And like, part of what kept her there is like, but I love him. And it's like, but how do you love him? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I have an answer here. Maybe we'll get an Agatha short story. Yeah. That'll like open all of the all of the windows on this subject and we'll be like, ah, that's it. I like a Jupiter <laughs> moon though for her. Like a Pisces or a Sagittarius moon. I think I, I think you touched on something real there. I can hear my dog like hacking in the other room. So I, like, <laughs> no, it's not. I was gonna say we could like put a poll up or something on it when this episode comes out. So like, please let us know. Please let us know if you have strong feelings about Agatha Wellbeloved's moon sign. <laughs> um. <laughs> the most niche gay content we could possibly ask about. See, this is why I'm so glad to be here. Like, I don't get to do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure we have at least like 20 people that listen who are as dedicated to this idea as we are. All right, well, hey, this is this is for you guys. You 20, we're here for you. <laughs> also, maybe one day we can just convert more of our queer listeners to become astrology queers. <laughs> We are. We already are. We get so many emails from people being like, "I've never felt like astrology was accessible before listening to you talk about it in the context of characters I love." And I'm like, oh. "Yay!" <laughs> it makes me so happy. That's so nice, man. Yeah, the, the queer to astrology pipeline is strong. It's a. It's. It's, it's a strong pipeline. <laughs> it really is. Or the astrology to queer pipeline. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's probably true. <laughs> I once, uh, one time I went home uh, to Austin for Christmas. I don't know why I'm bringing this up twice. There were different times. Um, And I (laughs) ran into this girl I knew from high school um, who is a lesbian and was like, 
fuck you for bringing so much astrology to the queers. <laughs> she was like, I hate that I, she was like, I hate that I have to know that I'm a Capricorn now. And I was like, well, that's really Capricorn of you to say. I like, was to say, like, what a Capricorn thing to say. <laughs> you were like, way to fulfill and your like, sign mm, stereotype. Do you want to give me a birth chart? Because like, we could do that. <laughs> She's like, fuck off. <laughs> I hate you're making it harder for me to meet women. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh amazing <laughs> um so we do you have a you don't have a chart for shepherd should we pull one up oh no like, but i saw he's a gemini i should i should pull it up wait a minute he's may 18th what's the year is he their age he's uh no he's older he said in a chapter we just read that he's 22 oh wait he's may 18th my bad that makes him a taurus what was i thinking okay so the birth chart I just pulled up based on Rainbow Rules canon birthday for him is makes him a Taurus sun, the Capricorn moon, which I don't agree with at all. So <laughs> I I saw late May and I'm May 23rd. So I look, not everyone believes in cusps, but I <laughs> I do. And so I was like, oh, Taurus Gemini cusp, a fellow, <laughs> you were born on Cher's birthday. <laughs> like, I know this. Um, <laughs> And I was like, hell yeah, a Gemini. But then I'm realizing, no, this actually makes him a Taurus. Um, but I think he's a Gemini. When I was reading it, I was like, this is a Gemini or a Leo. Like, this is, like, someone who makes friends everywhere they go and is constantly talking to people. Like, I mean, look, Gemini is, like, the most verbal sign. They're, like, known for never shutting the fuck up. So I was, like, reading it. I was like, this man's a Gemini. I just know. It. He's, like, searching around the world for just, like, curiosities. Just being like, hey, what's that? You know? Like, and that is, like, this, like, childlike energy that I think Gemini is associated with um and so that was my take but then also he's so fun and and also Leos make friends everywhere they go also like these warm beaming beaming sunshine lights um that make everyone feel warm and good and like that is also I think very present with him so I mean he could be a Leo rising he could be a Leo moon I don't know something in there his I just know his chart has to be so social so I firmly reject that Capricorn moon um (laughs) Yeah, no, we've we've read him as a Gemini, I think, every time we've talked about it. So hard agree on that. Validating. <laughs> there's no there's no way that he could be anything else. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, was, I was reading this and like I was just like, Kin, <laughs> I get you. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I feel that too on the having a Leo a big Leo placement. Also, I feel like he's so the way that he can like come into this like group of I don't know if Simon is actually an introvert or if he's just like dealing with a lot of PTSD right now. But like Penny and Baz are both introverts and Shepard's just like one of those like introvert adopters, you know, who's just like, hello, I see that you're uncomfortable. I'm going to make you my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's um, a really particular skill, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, that's such a nice way to put it. <laughs> it's and it's so true. I mean, I feel like I love, I love adopting my little shy friends. You know, like when you just see someone and you're like, you need to be brought into a conversation. They're like, do I? And you're like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Leo Moon could be good for him though, because he's just so he's just such a bubbly, warm person. I don't know. I keep coming back to the word warm, but he's just literally so fr- so fucking friendly. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like the fact that he's like. I, he's literally like, uh, people talk to me because I want to know things about them and I am very candid about myself. And it's like, that works 
really well, except for the three of y'all. <laughs> but everywhere else, it's like I'm all telling the you. other, all the other magical peoples, they're like fine with yeah. me just talking to them and bringing them gifts, and I'm just like, maybe a, hey, maybe a Taurus Venus for the gifts. But I think there's like a real, there's also kind of like a Gemini's. I think can have like a danger streak because they're so obsessed with like excitement and like what's the new thing. And a lot of the times that can just be like, oh, I'm just going to do something to try it. Like, I just kind of want to know what happens. Like, I don't even really care if it's good or bad. I don't care if I have to go further down this journey. I don't care. I could pick this up and walk away right now. But right now, I just kind of want to see what happens if I, like, you know, fuck with some vampires. <laughs> and it's like, like if I, for instance, sign a contract that I can't read that marries me to a demon. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> hey, who hasn't been there? <laughs> or owing his first his first three children to various magical people uh just just because you know <laughs> and yeah and just like being like oh well it hasn't happened yet like you know i, like, I don't have to have like, right. you know like it's such a down the line problem for him that he just like doesn't care which i think is also like the way that like the gemini like drive for novelty is just like it means there's procrastination it means there's like lost projects and sometimes the lost project is your first three children <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Penny's gonna have such a great time un- undoing all of those three promised unborn children, firstborn children. I love she it. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I will not. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, one of my favorite lines in the books is like, um, I think Simon says. Uh, about Baz, he's like he looks at me like I'm a problem. He's like never gonna be able to solve. Like it's like he, he like will never have enough time to solve, and I love that. But it's also like very much the reality of Penny with Shepard, <laughs> of just being like you yeah. have so many problems I will never be able to solve them. But isn't it gonna be fun to try? Aren't we gonna have a good time in the mean like, while we're doing it? So true. It's gonna be such a challenge for her. It's great. <laughs> yeah, he's like the perfect the perfect rebound. Uh, problem solving after not like Simon not needing her in that way anymore especially because this is like I mean I'm sure it's still dangerous what she's gonna have to do to like get Shepard out of these contracts but it's not anywhere close to the kind of danger she was experiencing with Simon so it'll be like she'll be able to wean off of that need and hopefully be able to like actually just chill out and be like wow I just learned so much about being like a magical lawyer maybe i should go into that because i love arguing and fixing things yeah. so i don't i cannot ever imagine penny being chill <laughs> maybe slightly more chill than now but like she's not a no chill person. no i meant chill out in terms of like be able to just like have a relationship with someone that isn't based around danger that's fair. Like, I would like her to not have to move on from Shepard to someone else who needs her in that way, because I don't think that that lifestyle is long-term sustainable. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, demon children are not sustainable. <laughs> I think something else I like about thinking of Penny and Shepard as an Aquarius-Gemini couple is that it's like, they're both air signs. Like, what do they like to talk about? Everything! What are they going to, like, <laughs> learn about? Everything! It's like this insatiable appetite for just conversations and trivia and like knowing more about the world just for the sake of it i think is very much it's so air sign and so i think that's kind of a place where they find a commonality that's cool that's really beautiful in the yeah in the chapter i think the last chapter that we talked about there's a part where penny has 
is reflecting on having tried to get Simon to talk with her about how like a a magician and a centaur could like fall in love. She's like, I asked Simon what they had in common. And then Simon makes the great joke of the top half. Um, (laughs) But like, then he just is done. Like he's done talking about it. And I feel like with Shepard, he'd be like, let's find out. (laughs) Yeah, great question. How does a human fall in love with a centaur? Let's go find a centaur and ask them. (laughs) And then Agatha's already with the centaur because she's a horse girl. (laughs) (laughs) I have one really strong astrology opinion about Carry On that is like for her not at all a main character. I think Mitali Bunce is 100% a Leo. That's one of my takes. I don't know. How do you feel? How do you feel? I'm putting it out there. I think that makes a lot of sense. It sure does. Yeah. No, that checks out. And actually makes me remember that we were wondering if you wanted to talk about the mage. Do you want to talk about the mage? Oh, yeah. The mage I've never been able to pin down. Like, for astrology, I'm like, I... And I feel like every time I try, I'm like, that's not fair to sources. You know? Like, like, is it fair to give them to anyone? I... (laughs) I... Oh, I want to say, I think Taurus, though, honestly, for a few different reasons. Taurus is the sign of um, a couple different, like, philosophers. Like, I'm thinking specifically of um, fucking Karl Marx. And Karl Marx is, like, about all about, like, power and, like, capital and, like, who has power and who has money in any given situation. And I think that when we look at Mage with the, mo- with the Mage with the most generous, like, attitude, that is kind of who he fundamentally is, is, like... A person who wanted to change power structures, which is very Taurus. Taurus is all about, like, the grounded world, the material world. Like, who's actually succeeding? Who actually has more clout than others? And so I think that, that could, that's, like, my most positive take I can give for the mage. There's, but there's <laughs> also, like, I mean, for Taurus, I think that's the one I have really thought about most with the mage. And it's like, there's a stubbornness, there's an obstinateness, there's like an, I know what's best, um, don't tell me about that. And that is very present in the mage. He's like such a fucking dictator. Like he just, there's also, I mean, look, I'm not gonna, there are also many Taurus dictators. <laughs> um, and I don't know. I think that where I get interested in like more of his chart is like that there is this very kind of spiritual mystical aspect to him that is so private that like people didn't even know he was spending his christmas like doing this fucked up ritual with ebb um in carry on and it's like that Mm -hmm. that to me makes me think that maybe there's a water moon i think water moons are also known for being manipulative (laughs) i know i am um and that is obviously very much the mage um so I don't know, maybe like Taurus Sun Scorpio Moon? Not to insult you, Lark, <laughs> but uh Scorpio Moon I think harbors hurt a lot. Like things that hurt really hurt. And so and there's also I think with both of those signs, they're fixed signs and like I mean I keep talking about fixed signs, but like they are concerned with what's happening now. Like not not some new fun idea, not like looking off far into the future it's more like what what can we do about this situation at hand it's like very present and Mm -hmm. with that comes questions of i don't know i guess possession like what do you possess because taurus wants to possess worldly things and scorpio wants to possess like souls (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. i think that he has those control issues show up in different ways but i think that's 
maybe my best guess for to- for the mage. I'm not totally sure because he changes all the time. Like he's also got, I mean, Aries qualities. I would say of being like impossible to track down and like uh, just all, all constantly doing his own thing and being independent. He's like very very independent clearly and doesn't have the same interest in love so far as we know that Taurus does. Taurus is super romantic, you know, like they're ruled by Venus versus another sign may not be as dependent on other people. Um, but those are some of, my, some of my thoughts. Yeah. What do you guys think of him? I mean, I think that your sort of, I think your breakdown actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, I feel like when we were reading Carry On, I feel like I, I spent a lot of time thinking about the mage as like, the one terrible bro at like every leftist socialist meeting that I've ever been to where it's like has all these great ideas some great ideas but like it doesn't want to do any community building stuff it's very much like going and it's like that's you know if you're really in the long haul for like political for like social justice work like building community is really important and like being able to uh like work with other people even if you maybe don't agree with them. And he's like unable to do that. He's just, it's impossible for him. He's like, oh no, I gotta go uh, do the magical equivalent of blowing up a dam or something. And it's just <laughs> like, my dude, what? Like, my dude. Di- didn't have to be this way. What the <laughs> fuck? Ugh, man. So. That makes me think not air sign. Air signs, like, airs are, air signs are all about people, you know, versus like, Water signs, emotion. Like, I mean, I'm saying the most, like, basic possible version right now. But, like, uh, that makes me think earth sign. I think earth signs are more introverted in that way. I can definitely see him having, like, a big Capricorn placement with how, like, both dedicated to justice he is, but also, like, certain that he has the only correct way to be dedicated to justice just i feel like that feels capricorn e and like that especially with what you were saying about him like having a scorpio moon both like that combination feels very like yeah you're either with me or you're can like fuck right off actually um which i feel like is a lot of what the mage has going on yeah i randomly have two best friends uh who are capricorn sun scorpio moon um and I think they're great alphas, you know, like Capricorn has an alpha quality that maybe mm-hmm. Taurus doesn't have quite as pronounced um, because they're the cardinal sign. So they're they're the leader, they're the leader of the pack. So I think that also checks out of like him, what you said with him being like, I have these ideas, but I'm the one who needs to do them. And like, I need to be the guy who's on the coven and I need to lead the school because I'm the only one who can really right. execute them in the right. perfect way that I want them to, you know? It's right. less about delegation. Right. Only I can bring about this uh, prophesized chosen one. Of and course. it's like, <laughs> who else okay, could it be? <laughs> okay. Whatever, dude. <laughs> if you don't, who will? <laughs> who's going to find dragon blood? Come on. Right. It's not even a question of like, is this a good idea? Should I run this by anyone else? He's just like, no, I thought of it. Therefore, obviously, it's a good idea. Therefore, I should do it right now. Like, cost be damned. Just go. Just do the thing. I feel like I recognize a lot of my own worst impulses in the mage also. Those Scorpio moon impulses? How? Yeah. I'm Scorpio rising also. 
So I have a lot of Scorpio. But no, Jesse is actually your Capricorn Moon Scorpio rising. Do you relate? I mean, unfortunately, I feel like (laughs) that there are definitely ways that I relate to the mage, especially in my very strong social, political, social justice ideas about what people are doing incorrectly. And so, (laughs) and just sort of like, yeah, some of the mage's worst impulses. I'm just like, oh, I understand why you're doing this, you motherfucker. Yeah, I feel like if I had stalled out at 23, I would have just like turned into the mage eventually. Oh, give yourself more credit than that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't magically powerful enough to turn into the mage. That's the only thing that was stopping me. Yeah, I guess if I had much less empathy, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would, I think there's definitely, I think there's definitely ways that you can avoid being the mage. And sometimes you meet people and it's just like, oh no, you did not hit those stops. And now this is just where you are. Okay. God, yeah. Oof. They do say that the mage is hot, though. And mm-hmm. Venus rules Taurus. Maybe he's hot. I always think of him as, like, the Carrie L's Robin Hood, because they describe his little, like, John Waters mustache. I just think that this, like... Yeah. I don't know. You know, impossible to say. You'd have to ask everyone how they feel about whether or not the mage is hot. Agatha thinks the mage is hot. And I think that, as the most vain character in the book, maybe we should take that. I agree. Also, like, Simon is hot, and I think he looks a lot like his dad, so. And I feel like part of the whole charismatic leader is people being like, oh, but you're also physically attractive, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're a Taurus sun Scorpio moon, please don't take this as a violent insult. <laughs> It's it's the shadow signs. The shadow shadow signs of both of those signs. You, listener of the podcast, you've done your work. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) You, listener, have not paid a bunch of vampires to murder your... uh, Political rivals, child. Political rivals, child. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So... Oh my gosh, what a good conversation. What what else should we get into before we wrap things up? I'm just trying to think if I have any other like really strong astrology opinions. Oh, I think Eb's a Pisces. I think Eb is a Pisces because she's kind of what you were describing earlier about with Agatha's, you know, Pisces cottagecore fantasy. Eb's living it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she was like yes, I'm the most powerful person here and I don't want to be mean. Like, I don't want to fight. I don't want to get involved with this shit. I don't feel particularly political as a person. Like, I kind of just want to, like, be nice to goats and, you know, help the children. And she's also always crying. She never got over anything that ever happened to her in her life. (laughs) Like, that's very Pisces to be, like, so in your feelings all the time. Yep. So what does that mean for Nico as also a Pisces? I guess because like, ooh yeah, I guess he's like the grungy Pisces. You know, there's like the, <laughs> there's like the sweet fairy Pisces, and then there's like the emo grunge boy Pisces. You know, like he's the one who fucked off to like be part of this. I don't know. They all, every time they describe him, I'm just picturing him wearing like a black flag shirt. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just like smoking his cigarettes and being grimy and hanging out with Fiona. <laughs> like. 
<sighs> and he's also romantic too. Pisces romanticism didn't ever get over Fiona. Like, true. Long, long feelings. Baz. And it and... can take a while to have twins too, so they could potentially have different rising signs. Oh, I know. I love thinking about that. I know a pair of twins where actually they're both Pisces, and one is an Aquarius rising, and one of them's a Gemini. No, one of them's Aquarius rising, and one of them's Pisces rising, and it shows. One of them is like really goofy and weird they're both really goofy and weird but one's really goofy and weird and then the other one kind of like if you just saw her on the internet you might think she's more of a fairy which is the pisces rising mm-hmm. she's just like very, she's very beautiful and cutesy you know she, they're both very cute i feel like i'm learning so much about twins and their signs which i realize i've never thought about until right now oh my god wait i just realized my my sister's pregnant right now with pisces twins i didn't even put that together until this like <laughs> sorry meg like she, she hasn't read this book. I told her to. She didn't. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> Go into your Pisces twins unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I have one final big, like, beyond this book question that I would love to ask you, which is like, how do you feel when authors who don't need to give us character birthdays, give us character birthdays and don't take astrology into account. Totally negligible. Like, I'm just like, I write it off. I think like that happens a lot in TV shows too, where people are like, you know, they're scheduling the episode to be like on this timeline and then they don't realize, oh fuck, you made Leslie Nope a Capricorn. She's not a fucking Capricorn, you know? Like that happens. I think there's also mm-hmm. I will say though I know that this is happening with me with Rainbow Roll is that like uh I think I do have kind of like a placebo effect. I don't know if placebo effects the right word. Some effect of like wanting to make her explanation work for me, you know? Like sure, mm-hmm. passes a Pisces, but he has a Virgo moon, you know? Like um where I might make different choices if they never gave us those birthdays. Um I'd probably say Baz is a Scorpio if I never heard that. But then I think about my friends who are Pisces and Scorpios, and I'm like, no, I see the Pisces. So uh, maybe I'm talking myself into something that she gave us, and <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. I think for the most part, though, I like to just do my own shit with astrology because I'm like, you guys don't know. Like, so often people don't know. I also think it's a writer yeah. thing to give your favorite character, their favorite character, their own birthday and like their own mm-hmm. sign. Like, obviously, Jacob Rowling did it with. Harry Potter. Uh, I love Elif Batuman and the Selin, the like lead of that, is a Gemini. They're both Gemini's. Like, this shit, this shit, you once you see it, you don't unsee it. Authors are so uncreative with birthdays. They're just like, she's just like me for real. Like, it's just like I, this is Shepard's a Gemini because I'm a Gemini. Like that kind of shit. But it's, it's I don't, they don't think about it, and so I'm willing to do that work for them. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I think. When you when you said that, the first thing I thought about is how uh, Fox Mulder in the X Files has the same birthday as the like showrunner slash creator. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Which is it's which a... is ten which is t- it's ten thirteen. In case you were wondering, because what a weird <laughs> X Files nerd I was. So I'm just like, why do I still know that? Okay. <laughs> I can barely remember my social security number. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? You can keep that on with a note on your phone. Just you know. <laughs> Switch, switch the zeros to O's. Who's going to really tell? Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've thought about it a lot recently because I've been uh, hyper fixated on Heartstopper and yes. the 
comic book author gave all of the characters birthdays and they are all wrong they're so profoundly unbelievably wrong it made me so sad i wrote an entire newsletter about it for our patreon i need to read that newsletter because i agree and i'm furious like i love heart supper i love those books but like uh nick is not a fucking virgo like what he's a libra i think he's a cancer Wow, here we are back at the cancer Libra debate. Mm. <laughs> I feel like, like it's a nice Here's off. the thing is that my partner is like not into astrology. He's not like not into astrology. He just doesn't know about astrology. But like same with like Harry Potter houses, like guessing what houses people are in. But like he can always identify people in his same house and of his same sign. Mm-hmm. And he is a Hufflepuff Libra. And he was like, I was like, Nick's supposed to be a Virgo. And he was like, he is a Libra. <laughs> and if Evan says someone is a Libra, they're a Libra. All right, I'll <laughs> take that. That's the one thing he's sure about. Yeah, I'll take um, that. I will gladly send you that newsletter. Please though. do. I would love for you to tell me. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. This was great. This was so fun. Um, I, feel like, I feel like I learned so much. <laughs> same. <laughs> I can't wait to reference this every time we talk about their charts from now on, too. (laughs) Do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you on the internet? Yes. My Instagram handle is notallgeminis, and it is the same on Twitter. And don't look at my Facebook page. It's horrible. Um, (laughs) And if you feel like investing in me personally, my, my name is Courtney Perkins, and you can find me via that. Perfect. Thank you so much for doing this. This is so great. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun. I love this. Um, you are welcome back if you want to just dig in depth into like 10 pages of text anytime <laughs> you want. That's <laughs> great. Is always open. Great. I love it. And I'll watch uh, our flag main stuff and get back to you about a full steed chart reading. <laughs> it, it, the, the show is a joy, so... I believe it. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Escape from Reality. We will be back with regularly scheduled programming in two weeks. Until then, if you really enjoyed this and you also like the show Heartstopper, consider joining our Patreon because... We spent like 10 minutes talking about the Zodiac Signs of Heartstopper characters at the end of this episode, and the only place to hear that conversation is on Patreon. Uh, Check the show notes for all the information that you might want. And until next time, Scottamoosh.